This is Golf Talk Canada, Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by TaylorMade and the TP5 and TP5X Golf Ball. Love every shot with the most complete ball in golf. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zacchino, Bob Weeks, and Adam Scully. Good morning, Canada, and welcome inside Golf Talk Canada. I'm Adam Scully. Hopefully, all of your New Year's resolutions are going strong so far early in 2023. It's been a fun start to the year. Uh, The PGA Tour is back and underway. And we're back live on Golf Talk Canada in a couple of weeks on Monday, January 23rd for the start of Season 13 of GTC. Can't wait for that. So, yes, this is another best of edition of GTC and it's that time of year for us in the GTA where clearly we're not playing any golf outside but simulators are open everywhere and perhaps you know after the holiday season perhaps there was a lot of lounging some sitting around muscles got a little tight and maybe now you're considering you're getting the itch back already to go out and go to a simulator to get better Maybe do some stretches. And that's what this show is all about today. It's all about keeping your body moving. It's all about speed training. And during the 2022 season, we aired a couple of interviews specifically helping you for your body and for speed training. Whether you're a two handicap, whether you're a 25 handicap, whether you're 60 years old, whether you're 80 years old, whether you're 20 years old. What you're going to learn in this show today is something, a a bunch of different things where you can, you know, whether you're listening to this right now or any time where you can get up, you can start stretching, you can pull out the foam roller and get your body ready for the 2023 golf season. It's just a couple months away. And I know me personally, I already have the itch to get back out there and get playing outdoors. It was a fun 2022 season. Can't wait for this, the 2023 golf season. But the main interview in this show is with Dr. Sasho McKenzie, who was the creator of the stack system. And you might recall the stack system from Matt Fitzpatrick, the U.S. Open champion. And he won the U.S. Open, and he credited a lot of his victory, a big reason for his victory, for his increased swing speed, increase ball speed, club head speed, hitting the ball further. And he was hitting the ball way further than we'd ever seen him hit before. And yes, he went on to win his first career major championship at the U.S. Open. And he was using the stack system and is still using the stack system. Now, after that victory, Mark Sacchino reached out to Dr. Sasha McKenzie to learn all about the stack system and even start using it himself. Here's part one with Mark and Dr. Sasha McKenzie. All right, I can't be uh, more excited to have our next uh, guest with us. If you've been listening to Golf Talk Canada over the last few months, uh, going back earlier into the spring, you heard me complain about how I was feeling slow, feeling old, uh, needed to do something about it. Uh, Started poking around online, uh, spoke to my good uh, friend, uh, Ian Fraser from TXG, uh, who we do stuff with here in Toronto. And uh, the stack system kept coming up in conversation. So I decided I was going to do something 
see if I could get my speed back, see if I could get back to maybe some numbers that I hadn't seen in a very long time and do it in a way that hopefully didn't completely ruin my golf swing. So that's why I asked <laughs> our current guest to join us right now, uh, Dr. Sasha McKenzie, who is with the Department of Human Kine uh, Kinetics, St. Francis Xavier, PhD in sports biomechanics and the co-founder of the stack system. So uh, doctor, first off, uh, I want to thank you for inventing this because I have had tremendous success and, and it's really brought a lot of kind of joy back into the game for me this year, which I haven't had in a very long time. Uh, before we get into my personal findings, the recent success on tour, uh, most recently with the U S open champion, Let's go back to the beginning. Before you describe to our audience what the system is, where did the idea come from? Where, where did you take, you know, your background, your education, your knowledge, and come up with the idea of how I'm going to create this system and target this area and people can learn to be faster? Yeah, it, um, well, first of all, thanks for having me on, Mark. I appreciate it. Um, it probably comes from my track and field background. Um, you know, there's lots of experiences and information that kind of led to the development of the system, but primarily it was um, track and field. I was a track athlete university. I coached track for a long time. And with track and field, most of the events is just about being faster. So there's, you can't get lost in the weeds of lots of other statistics, you know, finding fairways and short game and approach. It's, hey, you have to move faster. And there's been a lot of research done in track and field and how you can sprint faster. And one of those uh, ways is through overload and overspeed um, training. So that would be uh, overload would be uh, running with some slight amount of resistance with just the appropriate amount of, of load um, and then being towed by. Um, something so something that's helping you with just the right amount so you're running a certain percentage faster um, and uh, it's it's very much uh, fine-tuned so you can't just tow anything and get faster at sprinting you can't just get pulled by anything and get faster at sprinting there's specific loads uh, that you need to use and it's it, it's um, known to be very individualistic so um, it, you know, I was a multi-event athlete in track and field, 180 pounds, um, and uh, ran the 100 meters in about 11 seconds. One of my training partners, 220 pounds, so 40 pounds heavier than me, also ran the 100 meters in 11 seconds. But the, the loads that we would use to do overload and overspeed um, sprint training were quite different. Um, so the, in golf, the, you know, the two things really, everybody tends to to swing at about 90%. So you look at tour players or average golfers, you go out there when you play around the golf, you're not swinging um, as hard as you can. Um, so you never get a training effect. You know, if you don't golf at all, if you've never golfed before and you go out and you play golf, then eventually you'll get faster because just you're getting used to swinging at all. But if you took a track and field sprinter, 100 meter sprinter, and you had them sprint at 90% all the time, they're not gonna go anywhere. You need to, you need to push that. So yeah, you need to swing. Uh, maximally, but also you can get the added benefit of fine-tuning um, these loads and um, the, to the individual. And I looked at the existing systems out there and, and there were, hey, here are three weights and everybody's going to use these three weights all the time. Um, and that would be like, you know, um, when I went through track and field, hey, here's one sled with this amount of weight on it. Everybody's going to tow that or these three different weights. And 
No, we want to figure out the exact load for you. So that, that's kind of the origins of um, uh, why I thought about developing a speed system for golf. So, you know, I find it so interesting because I've tried some of those other systems in the past. Uh, did I get slightly faster immediately? Yes. Did I have huge improvements? No. Uh, at the same time, it threw off my sweet, uh, sequencing. Um, I really didn't like what it did to my golf swing. It didn't make me swing smarter. I want to get into a couple of those things with you. Before we do, this system, I found the stack system different immediately. People asked me to describe it to them. I said, well, it comes with you know, a stick with a grip that you yep. can change the weights on to make heavier or lighter. There it is. Thank you for having it. I should have had mine with me here, here as well. Mine's in my golf bag. <laughs> and it runs you through a series of programs. And I... I describe it, and I'm describing it obviously in layman's terms. When I'm describing it to Bob and Adam on the show, I'm saying it through these series of exercises, it, it, it kind of learns where you're slow and where you can improve, and then designs a series of exercises that I did for, I think, a 45-day period off the top of my head. I think that was the number in which it's targeting in those areas, and I got some incredible results, and i found out a bunch of amazing things, but am I, am I describing that accurately? Because to me, it's not just what you showed us. It's the app and the software and, and the information and data being collected to target you as an individual that separates the system for me. Yeah, absolutely. That that's correct. Uh, so my, my co-founder, Marty Jertsen, um, who's the VP of innovation and fitting at ping did an amazing job designing a, a hardware solution that compare with the app, but most of the magic really is in the app. So um, first thing you described it pretty well, we do a bit, every uh, golfer goes through a baseline test. The app guides you through, tells you what weights to add on, tells you how long to rest. Um, you even swing your own driver in the baseline. And the purpose is we want to know, um, are, are you struggling with swinging things that are slightly heavier than your driver? or things that are slightly lighter than your driver. So do you need more overload or more overspeed? Um, and we also do single arm testing um, in the app. So maybe one of your arms is a limitation. And we also ask you some questions. Um, you know, hey, does your driver feel really heavy um, is one, uh, one question that we ask. And so we get that information along with your profile information, your age, your current handicap, um, how far you're currently hitting the ball. And all that information goes into a series of algorithms and we provide a rank ordered list of programs. So the, the first program that pops up is the one that we feel based on a lot of data and science is gonna give you the fastest gains um, uh, and the biggest gains. So how quickly can you get speed and, and, and in the most efficient manner? You can choose the other programs, they're just not the most recommended. So then you'll pick that program, um, and each workout then becomes uh, customized based on how you're currently performing. So after that first workout, uh, it might be slightly different than your baseline. That's okay. We're going to use that information from the first workout as well as the baseline to then program your second workout. Um, and those, the weights that you're swinging will constantly change throughout the program, depending on how, how you change. No different than... If, um, if anybody's familiar with lifting weights, if your trainer wanted you doing uh, a set of six 
incline bench press with 60 pound dumbbells and you did eight of them, well, then your trainer, you should figure out, well, the next workout, I should probably lift more weight because I'm, I'm not going to progress. Um, so we, uh, we have those algorithms built in the app. It tells you when to work out. It tells you how long to rest between each swing, between each set. And, you know, a big issue, one of the, one of the other things that we have along, you know, side of all this uh, great stuff to tell you exactly the best workout for you is it's very motivating because you have um, uh, your personal bests get saved as you go along. So if you swing one swing, that's the fastest ever with that weight. The app gives you a cheer. And if you have an average for the set that's faster, it gives you a cheer. So it's cost, it's motivating to see, hey, I, I am actually improving. Um, and it's, it's telling you that. Uh, and you can see, you know, these graphs are showing you, hey, here's, your, here's how you're improving. We also have a great number called a, a grit score. It's how well you're adhering to the program. Um, so, you know, if you decide, oh, okay, I'm going to take, you know, a lot of time between sets here, or I'm going to take time between workouts, your grit score drops. So that, you know, that's also motivating to say, hey, look, okay, I'm, I'm going to stick to this program. And that information is really important for us because we're constantly with, with we've now got about 10,000 users. And so just like yourself, you're kind of a participant in a research study, even though you don't know it. So your program is gonna be slightly different. You're with 300 golfers. It's gonna be slightly different from a 300 other golfers, maybe in terms of the rest or the exact weight you're swinging. And then you do a pre-test and a post-test. Let's see how your speed improved at the end. We repeat the baseline after the program and we can tell what's better. Um, so, hey, is, is 30 seconds of rest better than 25? You know, um, should, we, should you be swinging weights at 115% of your driver's speed or 112%. Things that you, you know, would take forever to do in a, a research environment like I'm in right now. Usually when you do a study at university, it's, hey, let's have a group of 20 golfers in this group, a group of 20 golfers in that group. We've got hundreds and we're constantly running studies within the app. So the, the, the programs are changing. We're getting better and better. It's, there's really no speed system in any sport that, that can claim that. Fascinating stuff so far from Dr. Sasho McKenzie and Mark Sacchino. Coming up on the other side, Mark's conversation about the stack system continues. This is our special speed training best of edition of Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC was presented by TaylorMade. TaylorMade and the TP5 and TP5X golf ball. Love every shot with the most complete ball in golf. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by TaylorMade. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Cadillac. Experience the iconic Cadillac sedans and SUVs in a personalized live video tour with all your questions answered in real time. Book your tour at Cadillac.live. Welcome back inside Golf Talk Canada. I'm Adam Scully. We're going to get back to Mark's conversation with Dr. Sasho McKenzie about a stack system here momentarily but just a reminder we're back live on golf talk canada in a couple of weeks monday january 23rd we'll be teeing up the farmers insurance open that week now remember that week it's a special schedule on the pga tour as it's a wednesday to saturday finished that's to for the PJ Tour not to get in the way of NFL Championship Sunday. That was for a couple of years now, and I've really uh, enjoyed this, where the PJ Tour goes Wednesday to Saturday. 
And you, you don't want to miss that Monday show as well. It's our season 13 debut. And we have an absolutely monster announcement on GTC. It's our biggest year yet, 2023. Let's get back to Mark and Dr. Sasha McKenzie. Here's part two of their conversation. I just completed my first program. In fact, I started my second one. So for my first two programs, uh, I want to throw some things at you and get you to comment to see, are these things normal? And are my reactions things that you've heard along the way? Um, from my original baseline, I started, now I started from a very slow position. So I was wondering, you know, are my gains abnormal? Because I started from such a spot where, you know, I was not swinging well. I was fighting my swing. I had a bunch of different swing thoughts. So all these things were adding up to me being slower as well, because I just didn't have any confidence in anything I was doing. So I started off with a stack speed rating of, of 94, yeah. a driver speed of 110, and a distance potential of 306. After my first program, I've gone from 94 to 99, from 110 to 115, and from 306 to 322, I put in the work. I followed the program to a T. I'm hitting the golf ball at my home club in places I haven't hit it in 15 years. I mean, I'm shocked. Playing with my buddies, they're like, you haven't hit it there since you're in your early 30s. I'm 47. Yeah. Um, so I've seen this with my own eyes. Uh, I also felt... Like it got me on a good path because of that data that you were just telling us about and those benchmarks and congratulations, this is the fastest you've done it. I felt like I got on a better path with my swing. I found that certain motions or certain things I was doing in my swing weren't efficient, wasted energy. Why am I doing this? And it got mm -hmm. me on, on a singular path with my golf swing, which was a wonderful finding as well. So I've just started my second program, which was the one that was suggested. We're only, I believe, two workouts in. I have seen at the moment to hit a bit of a ceiling. But the one thing I'm very curious about is something that I found out when I went through my second baseline testing, which is where I might go for my next workout, my third workout, you know, in another 40 days from now, is I'm a right-handed person who's a left-handed golfer. Mike yep. Weir, Mike Weir, Phil Mickelson. Me. Okay, yourself, Jordan Speed, left-handed person who swings the club right-handed. My lead arm is 20 miles an hour quicker in testing than my trail arm. I mean, I've got to think there is a world load of speed somewhere locked in this really weak trail arm that I'm not using. So basically, I knew I threw a lot at you there, but... Yeah. Are those findings of what I uh, spoke about, is this normal? Is this what people experience? And, and, and not just that, but about learning to be more efficient and finding where your weaknesses are. Yeah, so those, happily, those results are, are pretty typical. Um, you, the, the way, when I look at a golfer um, like yourself, Mark, 47, I'm 44, um, there's about a, a 20 mile per hour difference in you in a minimally trained state or me and a maximally trained state and if you're at the minimally trained state so uh, let's say for you that would be 100 miles per hour with the driver okay then 
for you, that would mean that your maximally trained state would be about 120. Give or take, there's going to be a little bit of fluctuation for everybody. Now, if you trained optimally at your age, you might be able to, in five years, get up to that 120. Okay, now you maybe you maybe you started higher than 100. Maybe for you it's 125. But there's about a 20 mile per hour gap there. What we're trying to do with the stack system is as quickly as we can take as much of that gap away. Let's get you up to that uh, 120 as fast as we can. Now, in, in reality, there are a lot of things that have to happen in the body um, that take a long time to actually get to that 120. Um, and eventually, if you're at 120, if, you, if you're at your peak, like a Kyle Berkshire is, that's all the guy does is train and he's very close to 160 mile per hour club head speed. Once you get there, or if you're in your constantly in this maximally minimally trained state, you're going to start slowing down after 30. Okay, but what's what's great for you and me is that we're not at our maximum. So you pick up the stack and you get you gained about uh, five or six miles per hour. Right. So I would guess then, you know, you, you might in this, you know, over the whole first year, you might get up to nine or ten. But then in the second year, if you, if you train consistently, you might tick off another three or four. And then in the third year, you might get one or two. And then, but the way I, I've been kind of, I'm now in like year three or four of, of my training. And I'm, to be honest, I'm not willing to, to train 12 months a year. I'm very happy. You know, my ceiling's probably around 130. Um, I'm very happy having a maximum speed of around 125 and, and playing in the one teens, you know? And, and so I lose speed. Like I don't train much this time of year weather in Canada. Um, I, I could try to keep my speed up, but I'd rather golf and do stuff with my sure. family. And you know what, January, February, March, hey, I got some time to gain my speed back up. Um, and so I'll be using the stack for the rest of my life, you know, to try and get, get as close to that ceiling as I can um, and maintain it there. Uh, but I'm not willing to sacrifice everything to make sure I get to 130. Some guys are, that's great. And we have the system to do that. So your results are pretty typical. On the other side, we'll wrap up Mark's conversation with Dr. Sasho McKenzie about the stack system. This is our special speed training best of edition of Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by TaylorMade was brought to you by Cadillac. Experience the iconic Cadillac sedans and SUVs in a personalized live video tour with all your questions answered in real time. Book your tour at Cadillac.live. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. For over 15 years, our focus has been on helping Canadians stay invested in all market conditions, including this one. Welcome back inside Golf Talk Canada. I'm Adam Scully. Today is our special speed training best of edition of GTC. And we're going to get back to Mark's conversation with Dr. Sasho McKenzie about the stack system. Yes, the same system that Matt Fitzpatrick used to gain more distance than he's ever seen before en route to winning the U.S. Open. Here's Mark, Dr. Sasha McKenzie, part three. By about three weeks into the program, I found a bunch of moves that I felt like were unnecessary. I used to go to the golf course like, what swing am I going to use today? And yeah. I quickly learned within three weeks what, what my more efficient move was, and I got in a lane and I stayed there. Yeah. Okay. That's a great point. So 
I think when, when all we do, the average person, maybe they hit a few range balls, but the, you know, the folks at my club, the guys that I play with, maybe hit some to warm up. Um, but the average golfer is not out there practicing. So they do all their driving on the course. And a lot of driving ranges, you can't hit driver. That's a fact in Canada. So you're, you're hitting 14 drivers max, kind of in a round of golf. And we don't like to lose golf balls. So over time, we constrain ourselves, right? And, and it becomes difficult to, um, to free your swing up on the course. And that's kind of what, what, what the stack allows you to do. There's no ball. So it allows you to learn those gross movement patterns that give you the highest speed. And then you can do some calibration. Maybe your face is a bit more closed or a bit more open, but it, it only takes a few swings to start to, to calibrate that. But that, that number on the radar that you see, it, it allows you to kind of explore those movement patterns that, that are going to make that go higher. Um, so you're like, you know what? Uh, probably I don't need to you know, be limiting uh, how much I'm you know, adding wrist cock in the backswing, right? I can kind of free that up. Boom, there's another two, three miles per hour. What if I uh, allow my, my trail leg to, you know, to kind of extend or straighten a little bit in the backswing? Maybe my lead heel comes off the ground. Maybe I try a loose grip. Holy smokes. If I just loosen my grip tension, there's a couple miles per hour. Um, what happens if I, you know, I make sure that I really feel like I'm pushing in the ground harder with my trail foot, almost like I'm really jumping with that, or sorry, my lead foot um, on the way down. Um, what if I work on a little squat move like Rory? Um, so there's all these things that you, you can try um and you're like hey look the number went up great so so a lot of people just organically figure out some movements that lead to to higher club speed some people might even be aware of it uh it must be very gratifying recently you know matt fitzpatrick thanking you in, in a u.s open press conference the success you've seen at the highest level people like me just reaching out to you seven eight weeks ago saying hey uh, you know can you help me uh, and now me sitting here saying, hey, if you put in the work, this works. It's on you to just put in the work, your grit score, for lack of a better way of putting it. Uh, yeah. How gratifying is this, has this been for you? Yeah, it, it, it's been pretty awesome. You know, on a couple of levels, um, uh, from my, a big passion of mine is science running experiments, finding answers to things. So to be able to, to do science on a really large scale, high quality science, like you, you've done the workout. Um, so I know the effort level you're putting in. I can see that in the app. I know what your rests were, your, you know, your, 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 all of that stuff. So I'm, I'm running really good science. We are with, with these programs. So to learn a lot about what, what are the best ways to generate speed. So that's very gratifying um, for all the amateur golfers out there that are using it. But then, you know, also maybe even to an extent on a different level of gratifying is to um, take players at the, the top level, the, the, the best of the best, like a Matt Fitzpatrick, um, and be the tipping point for him. You know, so he, he, he was a world-class player um, by, you know, by any measure, but wanted more. He wants to win. And he didn't have the distance to do that. You know, majors are, are it. That's what the best players in the world want. They want to win majors. Um, and your odds of winning a major with a club at speed of 112 miles per hour are low. You know, if you are coming in with four irons and your playing partners are coming in with wedges and nine irons, uh, that's tough. You're giving up a lot of strokes. Um, so to be able to, uh, you know, have the stack system and, and my training programs and working with Matt and have him, you know, I like to think of it as the tipping point because, um, 
yeah, maybe I, you know, gave him a little bit better performance or help with that, but his coach, his trainer, his stats, all the, all the work he's put in got him to be, a, you know, a very elite golfer. It was just that he needed that little bit extra um, to really push him over the edge and, and uh, speed was it, you know, and, and just not just speed, but also um, his driving ability overall is better um, because of the stack training. You know, he, he, he feels like he can control his golf ball more. Well, a hundred percent too. And to your point, what, what we push our limits to in training is not necessarily how we're going to swing that golf club on the golf course, but I'm bringing up my baseline along the way. Yeah. So now my, you know, my fairway finder is all of a sudden five miles an hour quicker than my old fairway finder because my yeah. home run balls five miles an hour quicker, so to speak. So uh, I'm a huge fan before we say goodbye um, from a personal standpoint uh, or someone like me or someone, one of our viewers or one of our listeners decides to take this journey as I go along any trap doors. Cause you know, uh, I kind of related it a little bit to weight loss and, and weight fluctuation or anything like that. You, you will hit plateaus and it's hard to stay disciplined to stay with it because, you know, all of a sudden the scale doesn't drop as fast as it was dropping in the first 15 pounds or 10 pounds because now you're into the real hard work. I saw this great jump in speed early and now I feel like I've kind of plateaued a, a bit for a while. I'm going to keep going, keep going hard. Are there any trap doors like that? Things to know about, ways to stay motivated that you'd like to pass along? Yeah, so so we have about... Um... Uh, point about point one percent not quite point one percent of our users that that see less than uh you know a two mile per hour gain um so that's a very small number you know most are higher than that but when i and because they're so small i can reach out to them directly if they haven't contacted me and said hey i haven't been gaining um the biggest thing is not swinging with the intents that we suggest in the app so before every set you'll know this it shows you what weights to load on there's a picture of the stack load these weights on it tells you the intent to use could be a full intent, which is as hard as you'd swing on a course max intent, which is, you know, it's okay to lose balance. And most folks don't reach that max intent. So they'll send me videos. Um, I'll try to get to the bottom of things and every swing is perfectly in balance, you know, and, and, and I'll say, Hey, take a look at your swing and take a look at the way guys like uh, Victor Hovland is swinging on the course. He's actually swinging with more effort on the course then you are swinging and training. That's not going to work. You, you, if you swing at 96 or 97%, you won't get the training effect. So that's the biggest thing is that you have to swing hard. If you never lose balance ever, and you never feel at your risk of losing balance, and you're not swinging hard enough, you're not going to get that stimulus. You're, you're really cutting your, your training short. Um, so, so that's the, uh, probably the, you know, the biggest, uh, the biggest trap door. And also, you're getting frustrated with speed plateaus. So what you will see big gains, hopefully in the first uh, program, which is 18 sessions, maybe it's six miles an hour, maybe it's 10 miles per hour. But what you have to realize is that's not sustainable. Like, so if you look at someone like uh, Fitzpatrick, who two years ago started at about 112 and at the RBC Canadian opening averaged 119, which is a massive transformation. Any tour player would be like, you're going to give me seven miles per hour sign me up yes um but that was over two years um and so you start you start doing some division and you're like hey 
uh, seven miles per hour over two years, that's like half a mile per hour a month. So he could go a month and see nothing. Man, I, I put in, you know, I did 12 workouts. Why hasn't the needle moved? Um, there's stimuluses that are changing your system. They just haven't shown themselves yet in terms of speed because you're, you know, maybe you're a bit fatigued, you're doing other things. Um, but then the next month there's two miles per hour, right? Maybe the month after that's a mile per hour. And then you go two months with nothing. But if you, if you stay committed, then you can, you can slowly chip away. So um, people will say, hey, I've plateaued. I've gone five sessions in a row and I've gotten slower. Yeah, that's okay. What's great about the app is that uh, it's kind of a double-edged sword, is that it, you have that speed feedback for every session. But it's not normal in sport to test yourself every workout. Do, do you know what I mean? It's right, track and right. field athletes are fine they've got their target times and they know they're not going to run PBs every workout and it's fine. It's kind of part of the culture, but I think it, you know, with, with golfers, it's like, you start to see those gains every work and you think this will continue. Ah, don't be, don't be too concerned. If you go a long period of time um, with, without seeing speed increases, think of a long-term goal. You're going to use the stack for the rest of your life. It's going to try to, you're going to hopefully close that gap, get up to your maximum potential, you know, over a couple of years um, and hopefully not, not regress. Right. So just kind of, as long as you get a workout in every five days, you can kind of keep your speed up. That's what I try to do over the summer. And then um, if you have some more, uh, you know, some downtimes throughout the year, try to fill in a full workout, you know, like a full speed spectrum or a foundation program that you've done and make a little bit of gain um, and try not to slide backwards. Well, thank you so much for your time. Uh, I, I mean, if you put in the work, I know this works. Uh, nothing but benefits for anybody serious about getting faster, getting stronger, and just uh, investing in their swing. He is Dr. Sasha McKenzie, the co-founder of The Stack System. It is thestacksystem.com. Check it out. I highly recommend it. Doctor, I'd love to do this again with you down the road. Circle Great. back. And uh, let you know where, we're, where I'm at and, and, and just revisit all this if you've got time down the road. Be happy to. Thanks so much for your time. Okay. Thank you, Mark. Many thanks to Dr. Sasho McKenzie for joining us on Golf Talk Canada. Really interesting conversation about speed training and his system, the stack system, where you can go out and gain some clubhead speed, some swing speed, ball speed, the works. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting a chance to use this system myself. And Mark Zucchino was seeing more distance than he has ever seen before. Mark was really sending it throughout 2022. And I know he's already back grinding in 23 here to get even more distance. So that's a way to gain more distance, the stack system. But how about to get your body moving more efficiently, to get more flexible, more agile. On the other side, we'll tell you a place you can go to to do all of the above. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC was presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. For over 15 years, our focus has been on helping Canadians stay invested in all market conditions, including this one. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Adidas Golf and the all-new Tour 360 22. Tour 360 22 sits on the feet you wear last, serving as the foundation for the all-new Tour 360 fit. 
while the new direct-injected Spike More traction system will help golfers stay locked in. Welcome back inside Golf Talk Canada. I'm Adam Scully. Okay, so we've learned all about speed training with the stack system, but how about a way for you to get your body moving more efficiently and to gain more flexibility and more strength for your really golf-specific muscles? Enter the Swing Lab Performance and Therapy Center. Now, I had my first session with Michelle Liu, the owner of the Swing Lab Performance and Therapy Center, about a year ago, and I've seen her five times total. And the difference in the flexibility in my spine, my hips, my back is through the roof so much better than it was a year ago. So what is the Swing Lab Performance and Therapy Center all about? I spoke with Michelle Liu all about this. And we're pleased to be joined by Michelle Liu, the founder of Swing Lab Performance and Therapy. Michelle, welcome to Golf Talk Canada. Thank you for having me on the show. Well, just so our viewers and listeners know, I've seen you a couple times and we'll get mm -hmm. into that because you have changed my golf off season and I am so excited <laughs> for golf season just around the corner here in the GTA. But for those who aren't aware, give us a sense of what the Swing Lab Performance and Therapy is all about. So I started Swing Lab Performance and Therapy about four years ago. The main idea was that we want to be able to look at how people utilize their body in the golf swing to help people either prevent injury, recover from injury, or also if you struggle to achieve something in your golf swing, we look at what is happening with the body and how you're utilizing it in the golf swing to figure out basically the why you can't do it or you do certain things in the golf swing, then that way we can work on the root cause, which is changing how your body moves and help you achieve that changes in the golf swing. Well, and the beauty of this, Michelle, is that any <laughs> golfer, any age can go and see whether you're 10 years old, whether you're 75 years old, I'm sure you have clients who are a number of different ages. Yeah. So right now we do see um, golfers as young as we have a couple between like six to eight, those are like competitive, very highly high level competitive juniors. And then we have clients as old as like 82. Actually, we have someone 80 that started golf at 70, which was pretty cool. <laughs> so yeah, the main thing is because we're looking at more the body as long as someone has a developed swing pattern, we can take a look and see how they utilize the body and how to make it more efficient so that they don't get injured and also perform better. Now, I've been through a couple of sessions, like I mentioned, but walk mm -hmm. us through the process of when someone comes in and sees you for the first time. Yeah, for sure. So for the first appointment, usually we go through the whole 3D biomechanics assessment. And we will start with a comprehensive head to toe physical assessment, looking at your mobility, how the joints move, your range of motion, and we do neuromuscular testing to see how the muscles are firing, the major ones we need in the golf swing, if they're working or not. And we also go through some tests to see how you control motions when we're loading the hip joints and the different joints in the body. Then after that, we go through and do a 3D biomechanics analysis of your golf swing, where we'll break down to see all the tilt, rotation angles and all the fun stuff, like all the numbers in the little robot so that we can tie that back to what we know with your body to figure out 
the connection in between to see how we can make it better. And so that's where you see how you can make it better. So after the first assessment I went to, you sent me, I believe it was seven or eight different exercises to help mobility, mm -hmm. flexibility, and strength. But these aren't your typical, you know, squat, deadlift, bench press. These are exercises built directly to enhance your golf swing, your core, your legs, your hips. So it, they're not your typical exercises, but they're exercises specifically for golf, correct? Yeah, I would say, yes, they're specifically for golf, but they're more targeted to exactly to what we saw in the physical assessment, right? So sometimes we get people where they don't necessarily have a mobility issue in the physical problems, but then they have the range of motion. They just don't know how to control or how to move that in the golf swing then the exercises will be different and people that are restricted in mobility, they will have to regain the mobility first, depending on what the cause is. And then from there, we progress into strengthening. Yes, but like you say, it's not the typical strengthening exercises you see. At the beginning, you don't really need a lot of resistance or weight training is more getting the right muscles to work and it can be pretty tough on people. <laughs> Well, it can certainly be pretty tough on people, but I, I feel personally that as a taller guy, it's helped me, uh, you know, not on the golf course, just in terms of how my hips are feeling, how my back mm -hmm. is feeling, which, which is, which is a great thing, which I'm super um, excited about. But for the, the common player, are, mm -hmm. is it the back and hips, is that where you see the most tightness and need for improve or is it somewhere else in the body? Um, definitely the back and hip are the, one of the most common spots. I would say the most common we see, number one, is definitely where the spine go into the pelvis, that junction, where most people struggle with having enough mobility there just because people sit a lot nowadays, right? And then the other thing that we see a lot is upper spine and shoulders. Same thing with people being on computer and phones a lot more, that the spine gets stiff and the muscles in the upper back a lot of times don't work properly, which restricts how people move their shoulder and rotate the upper body in the golf swing. So those two would definitely be the most common one that we see. Well, and another really cool thing about your facility is that, yes, there's this great space to do a bunch of drills some cables, all these different strength training specifically for golf. But there's also a golf simulator, so you get to hit balls. <laughs> What's it like for yes. you and your staff to, to have that ability to have a client come in, spend the first half of their assessment, uh, you know, getting worked on, getting, you know, getting some new drills to do, and then actually mm -hmm. getting to watch them hit balls. That's got to be great for you guys and great for the client, too, to take some of the changes that you've implemented and see if they, see if they pay off. Yeah, for sure. So I insisted on we having the simulator because... At the end of the day, if we work on the body and the body started moving better, it's hard to know if it translates into the golf swing until we work on that part. So like after the assessment in the follow-ups, what we do is we will do a combination of manual therapy, corrective exercise, strengthening, and then we spend like the last 15, 20 minutes working on it to translate in the golf swing so that if you learn how to move and stabilize your hip a certain way, we want to make sure you can do it while you are having the club in your hand as well, so that you can go play. When you go play, it's better. <laughs> 
Well, I, you know, I've enjoyed my first couple of sessions with you, Michelle, and I know all of our uh, listeners tuning into this right now and people watching this too will as well. Where can people find more information on the Swing Lab Performance and Therapy? Uh, yeah, so you can go onto our website, swinglabtheory.com, and we actually do have a home assessment guide that people can download and kind of go through a couple tests and then book a complimentary consultation with us where we'll go over your results with you and kind of see what is causing the restriction and how we may help you. And you can also find us on Instagram at swinglabto and I think, yeah, and Facebook. <laughs> Facebook at Swing Lab Performance and Therapy. Well, well, Michelle, like I mentioned, I've really enjoyed the first couple sessions. I've gone to, I know, TSN Radio Program Director Jeff McDonald's also been very high, <laughs> very keen on his experience yes, with you so here. far. <laughs> Definitely. Thanks for your time today, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Many thanks to Michelle Liu for joining us, and Michelle will also be joining us in a couple of weeks as well for a preview of what 2023 has to come for the Swing Lab Performance and Therapy Center. Well, this has been another fun edition of Golf Talk Canada. Hope you've enjoyed it. Hope you've taken some notes, gone on our YouTube channel where you can check out the Dr. Sasho McKenzie interview on the stack system with Mark, as well. My interview with Michelle Liu is also on our YouTube page too. We're back live in a couple of weeks, Monday, January 23rd, Farmers Insurance Open Week. And we'll also have a massive announcement for GTC 2023 is going to be our biggest year yet. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. And remember, the first good decision on the golf course always starts in the closet. Thank you for listening. This segment of GTC presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management was brought to you by Adidas Golf and the all-new Tour 360 22. Tour 360 22 sits on the feet you wear last, serving as the foundation for the all-new Tour 360 fit, while the new direct-injected Spike More traction system will help golfers stay locked in. Thank you for listening to GTC. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Golf Talk Canada. For show archives, podcasts, and all things GTC, visit golftalkcanada.com. And don't miss Golf Talk Canada Television weekly on the TSN Television Network.